Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is January 27th, 2017. My name is Phil Prosperike. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. We have had a very busy week here on the podcast. Of course, uh, we're still kind of digesting the various interviews that Rob Hennigan gave and and thinking about some long-term issues with the Orlando Magic as they prepare to take the road and close out what has been, once again, a very, very difficult January. The Magic only have three wins to this point. They've got three games left to fix that. Uh, But after last year's 2-12 and disaster, seeing the team with only three wins in the month of January uh, brings up a lot of bad memories. And January has proven to be kind of the month where the team has faded away from the playoff race. They haven't been able to keep pace in the Eastern Conference. So on this podcast, to kind of close out that week, we'll address two big issues uh, facing the Magic. Uh, One uh, was was a, a story that I wrote uh, from practice today, where the Magic are not counting themselves out. They're, they're still going to push and fight for the playoffs. And, and, of course, the other side of that coin is is a big story that we had up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com from our Zach Palmer about the uh, about it just being time for the Magic to focus their attention elsewhere and kind of recognize that this, this team isn't going to make it. And certainly there are two sides to that coin. So we'll discuss that on today's episode of the podcast. But... Before we get there, we do have a little bit of business to get to. I, I It seemed to have slipped my mind yesterday that there was a report out that Aaron Gordon will be returning to the slam dunk contest this year in New Orleans. Good to see Aaron Gordon back, if the report is true. Didn't get a chance to ask him at practice today. They kind of were booking it as they were heading off to Boston. We'll talk about that game in just a little bit, but... Uh, good to see Aaron Gordon back in the dunk contest. Uh, Magic needs some representation in New Orleans for sure. And, and Gordon uh, put on a show last year. There is no reason to believe that he will not put on another show this season as well. Um, no Zach Levine. He confirmed that officially that he is out of the running. And so there is there the throne is there to be had. And Aaron Gordon probably deserved it last year. And he's going to go for it again this year. No, no, uh, Only one of the other possible contenders has been reportedly out there. I believe the official list will be named Thursday, so uh, next Thursday, not not yesterday, Thursday, but next Thursday, I believe the official list of participants will be revealed, but Aaron Gordon got the invite. Uh, according to reports, he has accepted it, and Air Gordon will be back on the floor for the NBA Slam Dunk Contest in New Orleans, certainly going to make it that much more entertaining to see what he does for an encore. But... Back to more serious matters. The Orlando Magic begin a three-game road trip that closes out this very difficult month of January. It's no doubt been a difficult month and, and because of all these road games, but they, they begin a they begin a three-game road trip here in Boston on Friday, taking on the Boston Celtics. Boston is the third best team in the Eastern Conference. They're exactly where everyone expected them to be, but maybe not quite the way everyone expected them to be there. Yes, Isaiah Thomas is an all-star and he is going to be the best player on the floor. Yes, Brad Stevens is an offensive genius. That offense is very, very good. Um, they've 
still been a juggernaut there, again, right where everyone expected them to be. But Boston has struggled on the defensive end. In fact, what was one of the best defenses in the league last year is only slightly worse than the Magic this year. The Celtics are 22nd in, in the league in defensive rating, 106.6. Magic are 21st at 106.4. So this is a team that's really struggled to stop people. But what makes the Celtics special is their offense, a 108.8 offensive rating, 7th best in the league. They will score with the best of you, with the best teams in the league, and that's got to be the biggest concern for the Magic right now. Celtics came down to Orlando. It was right after that road, after that long road trip. Blew out the Magic by 30. We all attributed it to a schedule loss, so I, I would honestly say take that game, throw it out the window. It, it, it was not indicative of who this Magic team is and certainly what this Magic team is capable of. But it was indicative of what the Celtics can be capable of. They're coming off a big win over the, over the Houston Rockets on Wednesday. Seemed to snap a little bit of a funk that the Celtics have been in. It was their first really big marquee win of the season. They're very, very dangerous. I mean, there's there's no getting around it. Isaiah Thomas is a handful. They've got a lot of really good players. Al Horford's been kind of getting his his bearings, but getting back and better. Um, they're down Avery Bradley right now, which does hurt them defensively. Uh, but, you know, Jalen Brown's been hit or miss as a rookie. They've obviously got Marcus Smart still coming off the bench. They've got Jay Crowder, who's who's just a good glue guy. They They, they just seem to work, and they put a lot of pressure on you because of what Isaiah Thomas can do off the dribble and in the pick and roll. The Magic are going to have to really be sharp defensively and scramble around and contest shots if they want to have a chance in this game. Um, obviously, it's it's a tough one here for, for the Magic. It's a very, very tough one here for the Magic, but the road only gets tougher because Sunday they play the Toronto Raptors. Um, the Raptors, another team that blew out the Magic, that's going to be a theme for the next five or so games that the Magic are playing teams that, that really beat them up the last time they played them. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, though, are the second-best team in the East, and deservedly so. They do good things on offense. They do good things on defense. They got one of the best net ratings in the league. A 6.0 net rating is third in the league. That essentially means that they should be the third-best team in the league, uh, statistically speaking, at least. Um, they're they're a very, very strong team. They'll put a lot of stress on the Magic defensively, just like the Celtics were. And so, if there's ever a time for the Magic to refocus defensively, now would seem to be the time. And Orlando's done a pretty good job Focusing up in these games against really good teams and against really good offenses, especially they they do seem to uh, kind of rise to to the challenge sometimes or play with a little more energy and intensity. But that you can't rely on that. You got to do it every single night. And, and like always with this Magic team, you just don't know what you're going to get every single night. If the Magic can play defense at a high level, there's no reason to think they don't have a shot at either of these games. Toronto is struggling a little bit right now. Boston's had their struggles. They're gonna they're they're gonna be looking at the Magic as a chance to kind of regain confidence and get themselves back on the right foot because Orlando struggled too, but these teams are not ripe for the picking. But as good as good a chance to get a win against these teams as the Magic are gonna have, um, you know maybe it's a little late on Boston as as their momentum seems to be swinging back up and their confidence is pretty high right now. But Orlando's got to take care of the business. This has been this is I think I said this the last podcast or a few podcasts ago, you know. It doesn't matter who you're playing on the schedule. Right now, it's all about the Magic. Are they going to commit to playing defense with energy? Are they going to commit to uh, doing the things that they need to do to be successful? And if they do that, they will have a chance to to win games. I mean, it's it's not so much about blowing teams out right now. It's just giving yourself a chance to win a game late. Uh, and, and 
Tuesday night, they didn't really do that. They turned the ball over a little too much. They laxed a little bit defensively in the fourth quarter especially. Uh, not really that much, but a few key plays. They they just couldn't get the stops that they needed, and, and that was that because their offense just could not generate anything. They've got to trust the pass. they got to you know work well together. If they can do that, they'll have a chance in these games. I mean, they're, they're, I, I do agree with Rob Hennigan. We'll t- talk a little about this in a moment. I do agree with Rob Hennigan that the talent is there. I mean, they've got all the talent to, to play with these teams and, and compete for a playoff spot. They've just got to go out and do it, and, and that's been the frustration so far this year is they, they just haven't gone out and done it. And so we'll continue to keep an eye on that, continue to watch them and, and see what happens. But before the team took off for Boston, you know, they, they met with the media one final time here in Orlando. And as we've done, as I've said in this podcast, and as I'm going to discuss in a little bit, uh, it's been pretty bleak among the Magic fans and among, among you know, Magic observers uh, for a while now. Obviously, the team is in a terrible downstretch. I think they've lost 17 of their past 25 games. That's how you fall out of the playoff race. They're, they're five games out of the playoffs right now. They're behind the Philadelphia 76ers of all teams. Philadelphia passed them in the standings uh, on Wednesday. Uh, And so it's definitely feeling like the season is slipping away. I mean, I did my big podcast and and did my big big column on this uh, after the loss to the New Orleans Pelicans uh, on uh, last week on Wednesday. Uh, And, you know, I kind of came to the conclusion like, look, this isn't happening. The team's not making the playoffs. It's 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 not going to be there. And and sure, players should continue to play hard and, and do what they can on the floor. But management and ownership need to be thinking about what comes next. What 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 is it? what comes after the 2017 season, and make their plans accordingly with the trade deadline coming up. When you ask the Magic about any of this, and and no one asked them directly, uh, Frank Vogel brought it up himself. They're not hearing any of this. They don't want to hear any of this. You know, you talk to Rob Hennigan, you talk to Frank Vogel, and maybe it's delusion, maybe it's PR posturing, maybe it's all those things that they have to do to to continue to sell tickets and and, and sell hope. But they're not buying any of that. They're, They're seeing everyone count them out, and they're using that as motivation. Uh, we preach that um, I'm not preaching to look at any other teams other than to say uh, everybody's writing us off. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody's writing us off. So um, we can't write ourselves off. We can't quit on it. We got to keep driving, keep grinding, stay in it, keep going, and uh, see what we can make happen. And certainly I think this is generally the posture that every team should have. Uh, at at this point, even where the Magic are at, because the odds, the odds are very slim for the Orlando Magic. You go to five thirty eight, they give the Magic a three percent chance to make the playoffs. They're on pace to win thirty one games at the moment. That's that seems to be their most likely prediction at the at the moment, which would be worse than last season. Uh, and it's going to take a a crazy run to get to five hundred, which which is probably what's what it's going to take to make the playoffs. But this is what I always said. This is what I said even when the team was was supposedly tanking uh, in the first few years of this rebuild. Ownership or management may present a roster that has very little opportunity to get wins. Doesn't have the talent, perhaps, to 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 pick up victories very often. 
But the players on the floor should always be trying hard. The players on the floor should always be going for a win, and the coaches should always be pushing for wins too. Certainly, their uh, priorities may be different. They may be playing younger players which uh, over veterans, which, which might lend itself more to losing, but while those players are on the floor, they need to be doing everything they can to win. And I th- always think that is the correct approach to things. Um, for a player. Because if a player is not willing to try hard, you don't want them in your program anyway. So, I, I do believe that the Magic believe they can still make a run and get to the playoffs. And I, I think that's that's might be far-fetched, and certainly the odds are well against them at this point. But it's admirable. And so I don't take this as 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 you know delusions of grandeur. It's it's what they should be doing uh, as as a team right now. But it's obviously going to take a lot of work. This the schedule doesn't lighten up and never does. And the Magic have played some very bad basketball. If you, if you follow NBA math on Twitter. If you follow NBA math on Twitter, they have the chart of teams in January. And the Magic are right there with the Brooklyn Nets at the bottom. The Magic have been one of the worst teams in the league in January. And as we've noted several times on the podcast, statistically, the Magic are one of the worst teams in the league. That's going to make it harder and harder and harder to make that playoff push. Rob Hennigan, though, has said in his various interviews this week that he believes the team has the talent on the roster already to make the playoffs uh, and that it will take still take some internal improvements to, to get there. It, it's not just going to be a trade that's going to solve everything. Frank Vogel said much the same thing, that he believes in this roster that they can turn it around and make the playoffs. It's just going to be... And it's just going to be very hard to do it. It's going to be very... The odds are well stacked against them. But if you're a Magic fan, you have to appreciate this approach that they're taking in trying to stay true to this goal and continuing to fight for it even if it feels almost impossible. Anything's possible, right? Mm-hmm. Anything's possible. And uh, we're going to keep trying. You know, we know um, we're having a rough time right now. And, uh, but, you know, we're never, we're never going to give up. You know, if you're going to fail to the end, you know, after the season, then we're going to say, you know what, we tried, it didn't work. But this is, the season's still going. We're, we're going to keep trying, we're going to keep fighting. Admirable indeed, and, and absolutely the right approach from the players on the on the team. As long as they're playing, as long as they're on the court, they need to give everything that they've got, give themselves a chance, try and do the best they can to give themselves a chance to win and see if they can make a run. But increasingly, those odds are getting less and less. Like I said, 538 has the magic with a 3% chance of making the playoffs. The schedule is going to continue to get a little... The schedule will lighten up a little bit, but this next run of five games is going to be very, very tough at Boston at Toronto, uh, at Minnesota, 
probably the, the reprieve there, but Minnesota handled them. Versus Indiana, versus Toronto, at Atlanta, at Houston, versus Philadelphia. I mean, it's the Magic are going to have to play some good basketball to get a couple wins before the All-Star break. And then, and, and then they'll go at Dallas, at Miami, versus San Antonio into the All-Star break. There are no easy games for this team because this Magic team has not played at a, a good level. They haven't been able to put everything together. And so, sure, you know, maybe they find, I mean, if they find a way to burn off five games in a row and maybe pick up a few games, maybe they're back in the race and we start talking very differently about this team. But this team's barely been able to put together two wins in a row right now. Their defense has looked lifeless. They've got the second worst defense in the league since since the first quarter of the season. That team from the first quarter of the season that was a juggernaut defensively seems like it's from last year, so long ago. And so the question has to be asked as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline. We're now a month away from the trade deadline. At what point do you pack this in? As I think a lot of us have, have kind of argued, it, it it is feeling very, very... And, and, you know, count me, I guess, among the guys that are counting out the magic right now. And certainly, we've published plenty to, to suggest that, that we are. But at what point do you start focusing on your future? Or as management, you begin saying... How do we position this team better for 2018 because 2017 is feeling like a loss? How do you do that? And I think we've suggested a few few possible avenues the team can go down and, and how they can change things uh, on the podcast here. So be sure to check out the archives on iTunes, Audioboom, and Stitcher. But uh, how, how, how do the mag- what do the Magic do with this realization and how do they... Prepare them, prepare their team for next year. As just about everyone believes, we all believe the Magic are going to trade, are going to end up trading Serge Ibaka before the trade deadline. There's just no way they could lose him for nothing, and it doesn't appear like they're going to be able to re-sign him in free agency. A big thing that the Magic are going to have to try and do at some point is play Mario Hazonia with fewer consequences. Hazonia's Kind of been on a tight leash this year. I mean, he started off the year in the rotation, really struggled both on offense and defense, got pulled out of the rotation. Now he's back in it. But he's still playing very limited minutes. And it might be time to start playing him a little bit more. You know, I I, I mean, I get in trouble when I talk about Mario a lot, but it may be time to play him at shooting guard, starting at shooting guard, while, while the Magic are shifting through this lineup right now, especially with Evan Fournier and Jody Meeks out. And see what he can do. I mean, if it kills his trade value, it kills his trade value, but give the kid a chance. Give the kid, you know, a real chance almost. Everyone says he works hard and does all the right things, and and I think he could certainly point to mistakes that he makes, but he's still got a very tight leash, and and the big reason why that leash is so tight is he doesn't have the coach's trust, as, as young players sometimes don't. Aside from that, what what else do you do? You know, I think you try some lineups with Aaron Gordon at the four. The Magic have not done any lineups, seemingly, with Gordon at the four. He's played almost exclusively the three, which, you know, is a debate that continues with the Magic, with the Magic front office, it would seem. 
you begin really figuring out what you have on this roster. I that's probably the next step for the Magic because we're at a point where this team has been bad for two months now, almost two months, at least a month and a half now. This team's not only been bad; it's been one of the worst teams in the league. And while five games out of the playoffs doesn't seem like a lot, and the team does have faith that they can make a run, the reality is we are well past the midpoint of the we're past the midpoint of the season now. Teams are what they are, and this Magic team has not been able to put things together. This Magic team has not formed that identity. This Magic team just doesn't look like they fit together. And that might have been obvious in October, but it's no longer a hypothesis, it's a conclusion. This has been tested now. The team has not played up to their potential or to their expectations. And to expect that to suddenly change, or to change suddenly, sorry, I split my infinitives, I, I, I don't want to do that. To expect this team to change suddenly now is a little unrealistic. And when Rob Hennigan says that that's the most frustrating part of this team is at times they look really good and at other times they don't, that's exactly what the problem is. That lack of consistency is who this team is. You know, we said for so long, there's a good team and a bad team in this Orlando Magic team. And more often than not, that bad Magic team is winning. And it's won so much that seemingly that's who this team is now. The Magic need to make a trade, and, and, and I know people are impatiently waiting, impatiently waiting for that trade. The Magic need to make a trade just to mix things up and, and give them a chance at something new. Honestly, I think that's half the reason why you play Mario Azoni a little bit more. You play an Aaron Gordon, Serge Ibaka lineup. If, if you're trying to make the playoffs, start throwing the kitchen sink around a little bit. And the Magic haven't really done that, and, and there might be reasons for that, that that we don't fully know. But at some point, you gotta, you know, just kind of try things. Or you gotta pack it in and let the young guys go. Let the young guys play around a little bit. And maybe the Magic aren't at that point yet. Maybe the Magic mentally aren't at that stage yet. I, I, I think a lot of us feel that they are. And that they need to be focused more on their future in 2018, rather than trying to salvage 2017. But the the hope for this team taking that leap, taking a big step right now, is extremely low. And with that realization comes the thought of what to do next. And for a lot of us, we're already there and looking for something to be hopeful about for 2018, whether that's Aaron Gordon, Alfred Payton, or whatever. I want to thank everyone again for listening to the Locked on Magic podcast 
this week. It's been a busy, busy week, obviously. A lot of big issues coming up with the team. We're, we're counting down the days to the NBA trade deadline. Uh, so a lot to come on the trade deadline there. Be sure to go to OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Check out the Orlando Magic Daily staff roundtable. We each proposed our realistic trades for the Orlando Magic. A lot of them are kind of the same idea. So I think we all kind of know what direction this thing might go. And, and we all kind of had the same idea of, of who the Magic should ship out. Uh, so be sure to go check that out on OrlandoMagicDaily.com as well as all the great stuff on Orlando Magic Daily. You can follow Orlando Magic Daily and myself on Twitter at OmagicDaily. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnMagic as well as like it on Facebook at LockedOnMagic. If you don't want to do you comment in such a public manner, you can always contact the show with your comments, your questions, your concerns, your business inquiries, anything you want uh, at omagicdaily at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in touch with the show. Once again, the Orlando Magic will play the Boston Celtics on Friday at 7.30 at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Then they'll head over to Toronto, play them on Sunday at 6 o'clock for that game. Uh, Sorry, you'll have to miss the beginning of the Royal Rumble, um, which could be bad, could be good. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, uh, hopefully, the, hopefully, the Magic game will be good, and, and, and I won't care that that they let Roman Reigns win it again. Uh, but uh, those two games this weekend, we'll have a complete recap of those games when we return on Monday. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, I want to thank you all again for listening this week. We will see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.